America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. And today's raids ended with nine arrests and 17. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war is erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders to his people and his police kill them. Oh shit. Every time, every time we bring up that dirty de-dirte, dirty, it happens. I get pissed. Welcome, y'all, to The Daily Addict. It's your boy, Tim, and your boy, Dave. What's up? We're here to give you the latest, the greatest, the best. You know what it is. News about the drug war. and Re- the st- Real life. Real life. Stupidity of the drug war. So... If you get a chance, check us out on Twitter um, at Daily Addict Show. Show us some love on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, amongst many others. Subscribe anywhere. Find us anywhere. Please leave a kind review if you like our show, and that only helps us to expand our listener base through, you know, just. Showing a little love and being a little uh, sharing. Sharing is caring. We love you. We do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sharing this information. And we wouldn't be like, you know. Horny. (laughs) (laughs) So, we would like to uh, talk about a couple of these Twitter polls we got going on. Um, I think it's important to cover some of these because we've been pretty active on the uh on the polling circuit and we've got some surprising results from um a lot of our uh, a lot of our colleagues here one is how do you use your marijuana it's not really done but i'm going to cover it anyways i was surprised with this one 59 said smoke 29 said edibles and 12 said transdermal I didn't know transdermal was a thing, dude, and I'm pretty privy to all that. I didn't realize that. I hope a... it's a thing. I kind of made it up. Well, 12% of people like to do it that way, <laughs> so I think you did a good... I think you had a good guess, man. I think transdermal is anything on the skin, right? Yeah, so any kind yeah. of yeah, oil or lotion or fucking stickers or... What do they got? Stickers. Fake tattoos? Maybe. That'd be cool. Here's a fake tattoo that gets you high. Damn. That'd be kind of geared towards kids, though, man. They wouldn't. No, it'd be bad, like adults, bad idea. Adults don't wear fake, fake tattoos usually. Well, you do. Um. So what? You can't see them. I put them in places you can't see. So everybody that got in on the pottle deal... The three lucky winners all got their paddles, and I'm happy for them. And w- did we ever tweet out the contest for the uh, movie title? Not yet, because I think the episode just released. Okay, so give us your best shot. Sing it. Hit me with your best shot. Come on. <laughs> all right, man. Or, I mean... Or don't hit me with your best shot. 
Just give us some fucking names. That's all we want. Give us a name. We want it. So then we have another poll here, and, you know, we're not going to get too much into the polls here, but here's one that was really, this one blew us away. Would you support an all drug, would you support all drug legalization if it was regulated? And 36% said yes. 41% said no. Ouch. Really? That's what we're fighting for. Yeah, I'm fighting for something other than what we're doing. I'm not sure. I don't think all drugs can be legalized. I don't know if we're that fucking capable yet, honestly. But I think that if we at least start with the ones, I think we already kind of determined that drugs that come from plants should be legal. Yep. If you got you got opium, opium. You got cocaine. Cocaine. You got, you know, you got marijuana. So those are the big three. I don't know what else there is. There's probably like that. Um, what is that called? You got mushrooms. Mushrooms. Peyote. I don't know. Is that right from a cactus or something? I think so. I'm so ignorant with peyote. Ignorant. Yeah. What is it called? Peyote. How'd peyote. You, why'd you say it all like Spanish? Like <laughs> Peyote. <laughs> Because in my head, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Be out there. Be out there. Okay. If I'm even saying it right, I don't know. What about salvia divinorum? You ever hear that? No. That's like a crazy leaf. That's a crazy drug. Kratom. Kratom. That's, that's another people. one. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Well, we got to cover some kratom then, because I never even, I, I thought that was like harmless or something. Well, people are mixing it with other drugs. That seems to be the culprit yep. when they start mixing shit. You guys just, you can't just be happy with one fucking thing. No. Just do one. One at a time. One one a day. Don't drink and smoke and well, snort and shoot. Now you can drink, snort, and use acid and be okay. I don't know. I'm alive. Okay. It's just if you're doing acid, everything else you're doing is a waste of money. Oh, it doesn't do shit. Yeah, it won't over. It doesn't take over the acid. The acid takes over. It's like the yeah. top priority. Yeah, in your system. Yeah, that makes sense. I know you can uh, do the. You know you can do psychedelics and then drink like a fish. Yeah, whatever that means. You drink like a fucking drunken sailor. Fish sailing? drink water. That's a good question. That is. We should make a poll. Yeah. Do fish drink water? No. Good question. I think we always come up with the good questions. This is another poll. We're, we're going to do one last poll. This is it. Stay tuned. If you could have a free lifetime supply of weed, cocaine, or food, which one would you pick? I would pick cocaine. I know. I know. For sure. We all know. We all know that. And weed... I don't even know if I would pick weed because cocaine just seems like the natural expensive choice. It's out of all three of these things, it's the most expensive thing. So to me, even though I don't even use cocaine, get more bang for your buck. Yes, exactly. I can buy all these other things with cocaine right? or trade or barter or snort. That's just how I'm looking at it. But 
zero uh, percent of people chose cocaine. That has to make you sad. It does. And seventy-one percent of people said that if they could get a free lifetime supply of food, they would take it. That's because Ice T didn't vote on it. Ice T is is doing other things, man. He's shooting Law and Order SVU. He's touring. He's doing. He tweets all day. He does tweet all day. He could answer a poll. Ice, if you're listening to us. <laughs> Pick cocaine. That poll is closed, but. We'll reopen it. We'll reopen it for you. All right. With no further ado, enough fucking around. We're going to start with our first story from the Sunstar. Um, I think it's Zamboa, Zambonga. 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 This is in the Philippines, yo. We love cover in the Philippines because we got that Rodrigo Duterte. You're familiar with him. I'm familiar with him. We're going to bring him up again. He's a fucking asshole. He's a taint licker. He's a taint licking asshole. It's Damn. an asshole licking an asshole, basically. That is, basically. When, yeah. when he does that. Yeah. He treats people, so he's killing people. But this is good right here. Well, it's not really good, but it just kind of proves my point that they, um, three drug personalities were arrested and over 800,000. And I don't know if that is, uh, that's their money. What does the P in front of there mean? What is their it's money? Their money. Their Filipino yeah. dollars. Yep. Um, worth of illegal drugs were seized in separate drug busts. Um, so. This is, it was seized from, and it's Shabu. So it's the methamphetamine. That's what they call it over there, Shabu. Uh, it's packed into five large heat-sealed plastic uh, sachets. I don't even know what that means. And a bundle of boodle money. <laughs> That's what it says, and a bundle of boodle money worth 80,000 P topped with one genuine uh, $1,000 bill. Mark, what does that mean? What does that P mean? I'm so ignorant on that. Fuck. But you cover the story, I'll find out. Yeah, what does that P mean on the money? That's what I want to know. So there, the whole point of this thing is three different people got busted with a lot of shabu, and we covered this. So the people in the Philippines, especially in the southern region, are very poor. They have very poor living conditions. They have to work long hours at jobs that they do not like just to make ends meet. Ten people living in a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, Dude. I could go on and on and on. What's up? Philippine peso. Oh, it's Philippine peso. That's what the P stands for. So 800,000 uh, pesos worth of drugs, shabu, um, were busted. And I say this is good news because... Normally, I'd say it's bad news, but it's good news because it's proving that there's still a lot of shabu there. There's still a lot of you're still busting it, but you're not going to stop it. And I hope you never do. And really, I hope the people revolt against you. And I hope that they do a military coup against you. And I hope they take you over and I hope they run their country and it's more successful and it's freer and better and stronger than ever. Because Rodrigo Duterte, I'm telling you. Man to man, you're a piece of fucking shit. They should make his lips taints. That would be that would be hard to do. Why? Because then he would I mean He 
He'd always have to smell his ass. Yeah. He would, <laughs> I mean, he'd always have an asshole. He'd have an asshole on one cheek and a ball sack on the other. <laughs> if his lips were taints, unless uh, it's unless they're female taints. Taint life. Taint life. Y'all know the rules. That taint life. Yeah. So. You said there was a story you read about this. So he's he took down one of the major drug dealers. He killed him. Yep. And then the guy that replaced him was his brother or something. Some kind of family. Okay. Yeah. And he swears, I'm going to kill this, you know, I'm killing him too. Yep. And he's just going one after the other. But he's just going to end up just, it's just going to be a nonstop cycle there. And he, if he really wants to, you know, get his people to quit using Shabu. Education. Educate them. Jobs. Jobs. Opportunity. Treat them like people. Treat them like, yeah. Treat them like people that are addicted to something. They're not animals. We no. We have a bad habit of treating addicts like animals. We treat everybody like animals, dude. Yeah, we do. I don't. You don't. I don't. The government does. No, I treat animals. The animal, police does. I treat animals like. There's some people that treat animals better than humans. Yep. So... Let's go to the next story. This is a Wichita man was out of pr- prison for less than a year before drug bust by the police and the ATF. And I want to, this is coming from the uh, Kansas.com. And I want to feature and I want to talk about this story because this is the systematic problem with the process that we are following with, with trying to get drugs uh, off the streets. A Wichita man had been charged after a drug bus less than a year after he got out of prison. Monte Alford was charged with multiple crimes in federal court as part of a drug bus in December. A special agent with the uh, Bureau of uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms and Explosives wrote in an affidavit that the ATF and Wichita police officers executed a federal uh, search warrant uh, to his home. And um, during the search, they found a large quantity of methamphetamine, suspected heroin on a digital scale in a bedroom where he was sleeping. Um, near the drugs, they found marijuana, a revolver, two stolen handguns, ammunition, and packing material. So, Alfred, who also goes by the alias Killa Tay, Damn. Killa Tay, was discharged from the Kansas Department of Corrections January 2018 and has prior convictions for drug crimes and fleeing and eluding law enforcement. Um, Alfred is charged in federal court with possession intent to distribute meth and possession uh, to distribute heroin. Um, and you know the story. It's it's going, you know, he's going back to prison. But when you get out of prison for selling drugs, and a lot of guys and and ladies, you kind of you meet people in there that are, that are in there for selling drugs and doing drugs. So you kind of, that's when you hook up and get, that's when you hook up. Yeah. So when you get out of prison, you're not going to go get a job. That's going to pay anything. Hell no. Are you going to get out of prison from a drug conviction and and walk into a $25 an hour job, $30 an hour job? I got something to say though. Yeah. Our listeners can't see air quotes. No, they can't. So killer Tay, Killer air t- quotes. Air quotes, yes. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Okay. <laughs> it's going nowhere. <coughs> Anyways, 
Yeah, man, that's where you get your best business practices is from. Yeah, you're networking. Yeah. So this guy, Kilate, air quotes, air quotes. He's going back into prison again. College, and, and we're going to pay for him to go back. College, you know, everybody's paying for this. Yep. You think in ten years from now, or whatever the um, minimum mandatory sentence is that puts him back in prison, when he gets out again, you think his chances of having a productive life are going to increase with two times in prison now? No. You think he's going to get out now and just be like, oh, I'm just going to fire him. I'll, I'll grow some fucking, fire. you know, I'm going to grow some rhubarb. What's he going to do? Exactly what he was doing. Man, this is the problem. This is a huge problem. And, you know, his picture's at the bottom here. Monte Duran Alford. Mugshot. Killer Tay. Killer Tay. Maybe, maybe he killed somebody. Maybe he's just a really good drug dealer. Maybe he's not that great of a drug dealer because he gets caught all the time. Needless to say. You know what, man? These days, it's not hard to get caught with all the technology because people rely on technology to do everything. Yeah. I mean, if you did the old-fashioned way, sent a pigeon yeah, with a note saying, hey, I want eight-ball coat. Right. Money on the pigeon, fly. I always thought that it would be really cool to have like a... Uh, pigeon? No, but... Um, Penguin? Penguins don't fly, so they would ha- it would take them long to get there. <laughs> That'd be like, if you, ha- if you, were, if you, if it was wintertime, they could, you know, slide down. Right, you? right. But I was thinking more like, I was thinking more like a secret place where you uh like a tree house like a tree house or something <laughs> or like a mailbox a mailbox, mailbox that has a system like at the bank when you drive up it has right. like the suction with the little thing like you go to the certain mailbox i and would I, be at that mailbox all day dude yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, buying, not buying anything no, just pushing just, the button just pushing the button but there has to be you know there has to be a more creative the the best way is, you know, just fucking it, some of these drugs are, are there. They're going to be there. You're not going to get rid of them. So yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm going to say, everybody. So we'll move to the next story here. War Eagles returned to Jacksonville after a six-month deployment. War Eagles of the Patrol Squadron 16 arrived back at Jacksonville. Now, War Eagles is a highly successful six-month deployment overseas. War Eagles is uh, a crew of ships, I believe. Anti-narcotic. Anti-narcotic. So they're using, you know, we've covered this before. They use our military vehicles for drug busts. And um, I don't know if that's national security or not, but it is called the War on Drugs. Right. So they use the military. They use every means they can. I'm going to read this to you. And it's almost unbelievable. They have made it look great. They've made it look easy, said Commander Mike Buckolt, executive offer of the VP-16, for all of these drug busts and 37,000 kilograms of cocaine that are no longer coming to American soil. It's really outstanding. $2.5 billion worth. 
Damn. Families at the Naval Air Station Jacksonville waited patiently for their loved ones to land back in the United States soil. In that six-month time frame, a lot has changed back home. Shanta Hore? Shantan? Or is it Shanta Hor? Anyways, the H might be... I'm just going to say or because the H is silent. Gave birth to her first son, Jackson, on Thursday afternoon. The three-month-old met his father for the very first time. So they're deploying these soldiers six months at a time. These are volunteers, too. They're volunteers? Yeah. Well, yeah, they are. They're volunteering. Saving the world. Saving the world. It was crazy. When he said he'd seen his baby for the first time. He's an E4. It's awesome coming home. No matter, no better feeling in the world. Nine other sailors came home as uh, new fathers. Everything ha- they have been done, we couldn't be prouder, Buckholt said. Most importantly, everyone is coming home safe, healthy. And it's really just a, a little overwhelming, but it's outstanding. So really, they were out at sea. For six months, and they brought back like seventy-five thousand pounds of cocaine, and two—it was two point five billion dollars worth. If I had that much cocaine at sea, I wouldn't come back. You would just take the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting my own navy. Yep. Oh, I'm, yeah. my own, I'm buying this island. I'm starting my own na- navy. Man. That's just a lot. I don't think people really realize that we cover it like when these coast guard cutters go out when this goes out that goes out but i didn't know they actually sent navy it is actually a patrol squadron it's called patrol squadron 16 and it is actually a navy what do you call a navy group like a squad squad so i mean it's squad it says squad but um i wonder how many soldiers all together and how much is tied up into this? And really, did it really make a dent in the market? Probably not. Like you know, is there is there dealers in in New York saying, "Oh my God, I can't make any money because cocaine." There's no cocaine. There's no blow. That's the thing, man. Is they'll never, <coughs> they'll never stop at all. I think we've proven that we have. I mean, I look think at, we prove it. Look how much they seize. How much is getting through though? I bet you they're only seizing probably ten percent of what's coming in, if that. I think we, um, I think we uh, got an estimate for how much cocaine is being produced in around the world. Yeah, that was many moons ago, though, man. How many pounds was it? I don't remember. How many kilos? That's the thing. It was thousands and thousands and thousands of kilos. This was thirty-seven thousand kilos in one six-month thing. It's like. If we only knew the weight of those cocaine leaves before you know they what? process them. It, they should sell this all and split the money with all these sailors. That'd be sweet. That, they deserve that, man. They do. Not for doing the drug war, dirt, but they deserve it for putting their lives out there. They do. There's no doubt about it. There's better ways we could do it. We could probably fund our other wars with the drug war. Why don't we... Why don't they take maybe some of the proceeds from all these big drug busts or take the drugs themselves and buy more drugs and double that shit up <laughs> no oh no take them to the 
countries that we're having, you know, that we're at war with, if, if drugs are so bad and they're so evil, then distribute them in the countries that we're fighting against and then let them all be junkies. And then we'll, I mean, but that's not going to happen because it's a, it's a person's choice, right? It's a good business opportunity though. It is. You could pay for your own war. Yeah. Yeah. All the addicts will pay you. Yeah. They'll pay you to invade them. Fuck, dude. Genius. Damn. Sell that shit. Instead of dropping, instead of dropping pallets of food for dropping the kilos. refugees, we'll be dropping pallets of all, all shit that we didn't even pay for. Well, let's shit just do meth because we're going to keep the coke. No, meth would make them... Uh, Heroin. Yeah. Heroin would, would probably be the drug of choice. It would make them a yeah, little... Yeah, meth you don't want to use because I think, I think the Nazis used meth. And coke. And coke. But they're mixing it. So the Japanese. Yeah. For We're talking for their... Uh, during World War Two and World yep. War One, they used uh, some stimulant drugs to hype up their soldiers and get them to uh, drop their inhibitions. And I'm not gonna lie, if I was in war, I would definitely need something. I would definitely need something too. I mean, so, some of these soldiers can go in there probably and just shit probably don't phase them. Me, I'd be fucking shaking like a. Like Both a, bullets coming at you, and uh. yeah, it's not. It's not. I think it's a very traumatic thing, and I think that speaks volumes to a lot of the soldiers that come home and suffer from post traumatic stress. And, and they, then we treat them like shit when they come home. We don't. Well, no. I mean the the government not taking care of them and the people, yeah, shitting on them. Yeah, they should have. This is what I. This is this is the platform I'm running on. When I when right. I run for, I'm running for attorney general because I'm gonna stop this fucking drug war that's been going on forty years too long, and this is the platform I'm gonna say first and foremost: all the drugs that are caught from here on for the rest of the year, we're gonna take them and we're gonna treat them not like illegal drugs that were coming this country. We're gonna treat them as these people tried to sell these without paying taxes. So, first of all, we're gonna freeze their bank accounts. Make them pay for testing. Make them pay for testing. Make sure everything is fentanyl-free and safe to use. And then we're going to automatically return any soldier that comes home. We're going to use that money to pay for your housing, your transportation, your kids' education, your health care, and your food. So you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, you put your life on the line. You shouldn't have to come back, <coughs> get your house foreclosed on, you know, lose everything. Fuck that. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I think that... I think I really admire our soldiers and what they do, and I admire anybody that can make it through a fucking um, experience where you, you know, you're killing people and you watch people die. It's not a natural thing. And uh, to come home and get, you know, they come home and go get debriefed. The government debriefs them, or whatever some kind of treatment for weeks and then they get to go back into society or civilian life or whatever we should have called ricky and asked him yeah no doubt about it yeah Yeah. we're close to some we're close to people that are we love we love you guys we love the military and we think that using the military for the drug war i don't know man it just seems to me like there's a better way but at least they're probably safer in the drug war than they are sending them to, you know, 
Are they though? Them cartels are pretty badass. I think they are, but I don't think they um I don't think they really put up a fight against a naval ship. I hope not. Your big cargo ship full of frozen banana coke is not gonna <laughs> fucking is not gonna take down a destroyer from the US na uh US Navy. Okay. Last story of the episode. Um we're gonna say the Apopka police bust a drug house. This is on the Orlando Sentinel. So this is down in Florida where we like to frequent for love it. Spring break trips. We love you, Florida. But um Apopka police? Is that how you say that? Apopka? I'm not sure. A popka? We'll just say Florida. Florida police. Busted drug house with 167 pounds of marijuana. Wow. Stolen car investigation led to the police finding a drug house with nearly 170 pounds of marijuana inside. Officers went in the home at the 2300 block of OC uh, Osoe uh, Road after a BMW, which was stolen from the rental property in West Palm Beach, was located on Monday afternoon. I know where that's at. Do you really? Yeah. You been there? Yep. Nice. Officers could smell marijuana coming from the home and ordered the resident, 40-year-old Mary Aline Rezendi. She looks sad, by the way. Dude, she looks like, ah, oh, Depressed. So pissed she got bust. Inside the home, uh, officers found several baggies and other drug paraphernalia. That, that's your problem. You put the pot in baggies. Baggies are trashy. <laughs> Paddles. Paddles. Along with marijuana and seven firearms, that's another thing is, I know you got to protect your big 170 pounds, but man, having firearms and weed in the same place in a non-legal state is a federal offense. Why does 167 pounds sound so little? In, in Florida, that's huge. Oh. Anywhere else that ain't shit, but Florida, they just got their medical marijuana going, and we brought it up before. Florida, Florida's weed game is weak. They just they're getting on board, but it's it, you know they're a red state. It seems like all the red states come on last. I bet you they got good weed though. How, how do you mean? Like their weed before the laws got passed. I bet you their weed was decent, anyways. Probably. You mean the stuff they grow there or what well, they the import? the stuff they grow and the stuff they import. You probably bring a lot from like Cuba and yeah, shit like that. in Cuba. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just speaking out of school. I have no idea. So this woman is uh, charged with marijuana trafficking, intent to sell marijuana possession and drug equipment. She's taken to Orange County Jail where she was uh, bonded out. She has since bonded out. Bonded out. So this this woman, she didn't do this all on her own. There, there's somebody else involved with this, but she's going to take the fall. And you know what? She's not a snitch. She ain't snitching nobody out. Hell no. And But if you look at it, she if you look at the pictures on this, it looks like the weed was all put into like open freezer bag. It's All the bags are open. No wonder you can smell that shit. Why would you do that? Why? It's, a, it's the only drug that puts off a scent like a skunk. So why don't you pay attention to that and and try to hide it? Why would you just have it? 
laying around in bags. So sloppy. Sloppy. Only the best drug dealers stay free. It's a talent. It's a skill. El Chapo's not free. Well, he would have been had he... He was th- free like three fucking times. Yeah, that's true. He needed. He spent his money on the wrong shit, dude. He should have got like leg extensions and made himself... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. His one partner got a off facial reconstruction surgery. Yeah, you got that much money. Why not? You can get new fingerprints. Damn, dude, I never thought of that. Dude, you can fucking get anything you want. Boobs. Billions, yeah. Long legs and boobs. Why not? My name is El Chapo. No, you change it to... Uh, El Bubo. El Bubo. El, El Blabo. But you could... I mean, there's many, 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 many ways to, to you know, stay under the radar. And and I'm not... This is a thing. If, you're, if you are dealing drugs and you listen to this... Become a politician. Or pay taxes... Just pay taxes on it. Fuck it. That's true. I wonder if they, you know, I've heard of people paying taxes. And I wonder if they, like, if the IRS really contacts the DEA, Homeland Security. They're all involved now. Yeah, but they can't get you for tax fraud now, though. No. You pay taxes. Right. They'll just get you for distribution and all that other shit. Either way, man, they'll find a way to fuck you. They just want you in prison because it's privatized and that judge that sentenced you will get a fat bonus, undercover bonus by the privatized prison. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. It's always bullshit. But hey, we didn't mean to uh, end on such a negative note. We wanted to say thanks for listening. Stick around and... uh, at Daily Attic Show. See you later. Peace.